ear flap for effect. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, as you just said, Zoe, um, we are raw dogging this. <laughs> Don't spit out that margarita. I'm sure it's expensive. You hate when I use the phrase raw dog. <laughs> I find it very unpleasant. Because I use it incongruously, just in like the wrong. I never use it to refer to sex. And thankfully you don't. (laughs) Uh, For our avid listeners, um, Zoe, she meant it in the sense that we have zero notes today. No notes. Which is uh, not unlike me, but very unlike you. It is unlike me. I have been thinking a lot about the content though, so I think we will be fine. Okay, good. Should we do our formal welcome? We should do a formal welcome. Um, Well, yeah. Oh, you go. Oh, I was going to say welcome to my dining room. This is Zoe and Tom, and we are reporting back like we always do on our activities. And boys, they're a bit to report. Boy, have we done some activities. <laughs> so I thought I thought we'd actually start with the saga that it was to get here this afternoon. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought we were done away with all this nonsense. I know. I thought we were so good at the tech setup. We were getting too confident. You, oh, shivers. Shiver me timbers. Shiver me timbers, indeed. Do you know what's going to happen to me? No. <laughs> Uh, okay so what i am going to blame the um fumbling around this afternoon to get set up i'm actually going to blame it on the fact that i had to surprise move house you did (laughs) which is i'm gonna say the worst way to have to move house do you know i was talking to bron and patrice about this only this morning Mm. and patrice reckons for me specifically that it probably was for the best because you just had to do it. I just had to do it. Now, when I say surprise move house, I don't mean like, oh, you find out and you've got like two weeks to work. No, no, no. I mean like Monday evening. Yes. I was moving house. Tuesday, I was packing. And Wednesday, I moved. And you messaged me last night and you said, I'm moving house in the dark. And you said, is the electricity not connected? <laughs> I thought I thought you'd moved in such a hurry or something had gone so drastically Sorry, margarita hiccups. I thought something had gone so drastically wrong at either end of the moving that, like, the power had been cut and you were just having to move by mm-hmm. iPhone torchlight. Oh, mate. Anyway, it was a real, like, pain in the neck and my nipple knee is acting up. I know. And so the reason we're in a saga today, is we're, be- blaming yeah. on we're blaming on your that. surprise move house. So because of my surprise move sorry, because of my surprise move house, try saying that, like, faster. It's actually not that easy. Um, Surprise house move Yes, say That's that instead better. That's yeah. quite nice yeah. It has a good ring um, Anyway, so I, I zipped out to Bungendore this morning um, To see Bron and Patrice Because uh, otherwise I wouldn't have a chance to see them No, and mandatory catch-ups mandatory. For you guys Absolutely Necessary Anyway, you've turned up to do the recording Is I've, the story we were telling yes, this afternoon my mistake So Because I knew I had to zip home from Bungendore Back to my house um, Possibly collect the dog or not I'm not sure uh, I did because he looked sad and was zooming and I thought I'd better take him for a trip. And I had to get the gear to record with. Yes. And in my haste, I like, it wasn't until I got here, I was getting out of the car and I went, damn it, I forgot the laptop. You, you walked in the door like, I've got some terrible news. I forgot my laptop. Now, this wouldn't be a problem except my laptop is a stupid MacBook Air that has no USB ports and we use USB microphones. Sorry if the tech bores you. And so what we need is two adapters for these USBs. And so Tom, from my perspective, swans in my front door and says, can you find two microscopic pieces of technology that you rarely, if ever, use because we've had, and produce we've, them? We've had this happen once before where I have my laptop locked at school. <laughs> yeah. 
and didn't realize until I got here. And again. we bought the adapters then. We went and did shopping and bought the adapters. And Zoe, when I requested her to materialize these bits panic. of technology, can, panicked and had to lock the dogs outside because there was too much panicked energy. I was, I was not going to be able to find them with the two hounds following me around the house. They were really curious. They knew you were on a treasure hunt. Like it was not helping. I, it was fun to watch. Um, so Zoe was able to generate one. One of them. I do believe the other one is at work. Like I can remember the last time I saw it and it was at work. So that was fun. So we, I said, I have got a proposition for you. Um, I either can jump in the car, drive all the way back to my house. Palmerston. Yeah. Palmerston. 20 minutes at least. Find my laptop, which... As a result of my panicked move, it could be anywhere. You weren't sure where it would be. Um, like, I have a vague idea because um, I remember seeing it yesterday at some point, but then I've also then repacked things. Who anyway, knows? Um, or we just zip down to the Westfield, buy the technology we've already bought previously yes. and come back. I now own four of these adapters <laughs> and I suggested to you in JB Hi-Fi that six would be an appropriate number <laughs> if what you need me to do is produce them on short notice. <laughs> Zoe will not rest until she's got at least six of these stupid little adapters. <laughs> six would give me the confidence that I can like happen upon one in my house because they are exactly the kind of item that could end up in any drawer. Oh, yeah. There's, they don't have a home. I saw you open every storage compartment <laughs> in this house. <laughs> I found them. Found one. The only place I didn't see you open was your um, shopping cupboard. Yeah, no, they're not in there. I, but then I thought... Why would they be? That's there? too organized. Yeah, that would yeah. make no sense. They're not next to the six rolls of paper towel. That would make absolutely no sense. So we've nipped down to JB Hi-Fi, <laughs> done the Parliament House walk. We were really If you fast. know, you know. Yeah. Got the adapters, left, come back. You're trying to open one and you, you find some scissors. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize, oh, I better not cut through the strip, like the actual cord. That would have been so bleak. It would have been so bleak, but it did. Good thing I bought two. Yeah, exactly. You knew that I possibly was going to cut through the cord. Yeah, in the cord. panic of this tech setup. <laughs> this did remind me of one anecdote I have uh, from a particularly unfortunate summer on the farm to do with cutting cords. Oh, my. Okay. So, what I need you to picture is that my mum and I have a shed fridge, as you should. In Oh, up in the actual shed? Yeah. There's yeah, a, yeah. There's, so, we have a fridge in the house. And then we've always had a second fridge. Sometimes it was in this little cabin that we have off the house mm-hmm. as a kind of beer fridge. Uh, basically, it's a booze and meat fridge. I can pinpoint it in the shed, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. It's a booze and meat fridge. I would say any respectable homestead has one. Oh, we always had one. And a chest freezer. Chest freezer. Okay. So, the freezer's full of meat. We go away for Christmas to Perth. Stinking hot. We come back after 10 days in WA. At some point during that 10 days, the circuit has tripped Mm -hmm. and the fridge is turned off and the freezer. How many kilograms of venison are in this freezer? (laughs) There's several deer in this freezer and there's so much meat in this freezer. Rabbit, hare, just so many animals have perished. So much game. (laughs) No guinea pigs anymore. (laughs) That was one time and it was a failed drying experience. (laughs) We don't notice until we open the shed door. Oh, my. And it is the pure stench 
that makes us immediately know what, like, I can't, I, I almost vomited. I, what I imagine is what I think, um, happening upon like several unfortunate cadavers would be like, like in a, in a home. Okay. So my first instinct, it's an old fridge. It's not very energy efficient. Yeah. How expensive a fridge is anymore? Let's throw it out. Let's just throw the whole thing in the tip. That's what I would do. Just masks on, PPE on, respirator on in the tip. Full of rotting meat. Yeah, rotting t- 10 days of summer stench <sighs> rot. No, I hate that. <sighs> Mum says, no, we're cleaning the fridge. I'm sorry, no, Serena. No. Mm. You can get them on Gumtree for free. I was gagging. We cleaned it. We cleaned the whole thing. We bleached it. We pressure washed it. We bicarb soda it. They're never the same. It was never one. It was never going to be the same. <clears throat> then we think, oh well, we'll just clean behind it as well and plug it back. You know, plug it back in, get it going. <laughs> I've already guessed how this ends. Mum pulls it forward, and we discover a rat's nest kind of in the back where it would be warm. Ugh, the fridge. Yuck. I hate those. And so she's like, well, I'm going to clean this rat's nest out while I'm here before we plug it back in. She gets the scissors out as she's cutting the rat's nest out. Just cuts the plug clean off. so having just spent the whole day cleaning it yuck in the Uh. tip straight in the tip straight to the tip (laughs) straight to the tip straight to harvey norman at least you weren't contributing more toxic waste to our environment it out to begin with god that's funny <laughs> oh uh nah i'd be so livid i wouldn't be able to look at anyone for days oh, i'd be so mad i actually am retching thinking about it like it's a muscle memory yeah i i've opened up some pretty rank fridges but nothing quite like that you so that's my anecdote about cutting through cords <laughs> <laughs> No. And the only thing, and I'm not going to expand on this, the only thing that's come sort of close or probably was worse was that I did once drive the first half of the ute into the septic tank. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> I um, remember once in, do you remember the, like the house that we lived at, like the one in the bush and it was kind of on a hill? Yes. Um, I remember once Pat and Jess made goalposts out of star pickets. Yep, amazing. In the front yard on the slope. Like mm-hmm. it was it was actually the worst like Design. yard to play yeah. in. Yeah. Um because it was on the slope it was you so couldn't annoying. Play. Yeah. You couldn't play. You're mm-hmm. always on like at a yeah. like forty five degree angle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like free climbing, not playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like became part Angora by the end of it. Yeah, it's like parkour or nothing kids. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain goat. <laughs> Um, and I remember this time that um, they hammered a bunch of star pickets into the ground <laughs> and they went straight through the septic pipe oh, that went from the house oh, down no. to the septic tank. And because it was all like, you know, gravity or whatever, yes. because it runs downhill. Oh. And But no one noticed for a little while. Until you started using the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And it was like not... Right, and what was happening was because it went straight through the pipe, so it was like leaking. And so, all of a sudden, the grass started growing around it. <laughs> <laughs> Mid millennium drought, 
No one had seen grass for years. I was like, what? Where's the dust? I grew up not knowing what grass was, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm still really like suspicious of it because any <laughs> any grass I ever walked on was absolutely chock-a-block full of bindies. It was just bindies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have another Bindi story, but I don't know if I can tell it on the podcast because it was it happened at school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we stow that one. <laughs> I'll tell you another time, and you can tell me if it's okay for for this. Um, yeah, and it just it was so gross. And when they finally pulled the star picket out, uh, yeah, oh, Ew. oh man. Anyway. anyway, so welcome. If, you if you're not rural, we can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for going down stench memory lane with us. <laughs> Uh, We're here to report on, we've been doing a few things. Would you like to start with the psychic fair? Do you mean the Lux Boho Market (laughs) and Psychic Wellbeing Festival? (laughs) And Vegan Market? Just the giant sign that said vegan, which we'll put on the Instagram. You know those signs, people get them for weddings and they say love and they're like... And um, they're like big white things with lights in them. With lights in. So they had one of those and it just said vegan and it was so big. It was so huge. But anyway, so Tom and I went to this event. Uh, Because it was actually a present for my mum. It was my Mother's Day present to my mum. Because I just thought that she might be into it. I thought she might be into it as well. Like when you suggested it. Was it your idea? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. My mistake. It was Zoe's idea and I went, yes. You just were saying that like like you had some secret information. And I was like, maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I should just clarify. Is it my idea? And if it's not, happy to give credit. I think I sent it to you and I was like, this sounds like this sounds like it'd be a fun time. We could take your mum. And I think you just agreed. Yeah, and I think I And you arranged like, it. Short up on Mother's Day presents. So yeah, it was advertised initially as a psychic fair. Yes, okay. And then I don't know if they didn't get enough stall holders or they had to diversify or if this was always the plan, but it was then kind of re-advertised as a boho luxe market, Mm. which I can only describe as the kind of whitest parts of Instagram. Yeah. Like, okay. So imagine um, it's not quite dream catchers, but there are crystals and bee pollen that you put on your cereal for like added health benefits. And Everything everything looks like it comes with the hashtag van life. <laughs> but you know they never sleep in the van. They don't sleep in the van. They don't sleep in the van. So there was a lot of kind of Byron Bay-esque aesthetic happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. There were no bright colors in the whole place. Like it was very mm. neutrals, browns, beiges, whites. Yeah. Um, it was someone's, it was really, it was a luxe boho wedding. Yeah, it basically the whole thing, and I think maybe this is what it was. This is what it felt like. I think the whole thing was actually an advertisement for a particular wedding design company. Oh, because they had that big marquee thing in the middle. Yeah, and they yeah. just had a lot of <coughs> pamph- pamphlets and products everywhere advertising this particular company. It didn't sink in with me because it's irrelevant. I didn't even notice it. Um <laughs> And then they had like a fake arbor where they had a sign again advertising their company and basically styling. They style your wedding to make it look like you got caught short in the Sahara. Like, I don't know. Right. And the vendors, maybe you could like hire them in. Yeah. Right. So I think- You're most, paying much more attention than I think I mostly it was an advertisement for this particular wedding events company. Um, okay. <laughs> pause for drinking. <laughs> It's, for dog it's, not, it's not us drinking. No. Maybe we'll have one too. Okay. 
Everyone have a drink. If you haven't had a drink, it's time to drink some water. Pocket says have some water and slurp it as loudly as possible. We're having margaritas, but you should have water, especially if you're driving. Don't drink and drive. No. Anyway, so we went to this thing anticipating a psychic fair. Naturally, I get there early. Of course you do. So does your mum. How far? Yeah. Well, look, the psychics could have told you I was going to be late. But I, so I very strategically, I went to a nearby cafe for coffee. Yes. I knew that. Yes, I did know about this. Because we'd agreed at 10 a.m. It opened at 10 a.m. We were booked for the 10 a.m. slot. Yep. We agreed we'll just get there at 10 a.m. Yep. So I've gone to a nearby cafe at nine. Mm -hmm. So I can have a read, have a coffee, kind of, you know, gear myself up for the market. And your mum starts texting. What time are we meeting? Hey, kids, what time are we meeting? Despite the fact that we've already said what time we were meeting. And where are we meeting? Was the next question. (laughs) I was like, at Exhibition Park? You're not replying. I'm not replying because I am hurriedly trying to get ready to meet you all there. Yes. Um, So I take it upon myself to suggest that we just meet at the Butterwang yeah, which is where it was at Epic. Villa. Yeah. At Epic, at the um, Exhibition Park, whatever it's called. And your mum goes, okay, I'm leaving now. And I know how long it takes to get from Sutton to the market. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I will be there at the time she arrives. It's like probably maximum 12 minutes. Yeah. I still got there earlier than that. I'm yeah. still 10 minutes earlier than your mum. So you're there at 9.30 or what, 9.40 maybe? Yeah. 9.35. You're there at 9.35 for an agreed meet of 10. Yes. So is your But right. only because your mum said she was on her way. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. So uh, there's a few coffee stalls outside. A line starts to form. There is a literal queue at 9.35 to get into this market. My psychic senses told me that this was going to happen. There was a queue. I just didn't anticipate. Like, if it was a craft fair, I would get it. Yeah. I did not anticipate. I thought these are hippies. They're going to be late. They're going to be slow. They're going to be leisurely. They're not up at 10 a.m. They're elbowing elbowing you out of the way for one of those aura photos. Oh, my God. The line for the aura photos. Then there's people in kind of matching home sewn outfits doing group drumming. Yeah. That cracked me up. (laughs) (laughs) So I sit and I enjoy that. I see your mum arrive. We decide to order coffee while we wait for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the coffee orders all wrong. Yeah, I wound up with a latte. I now, your mum and I get some quality time. Yes, you did have some quality time because I have said I'll be there at 10, which as you know means 10 to 10, 10, 10 to 10, 15. Which, and I arrived bang on 10, 13. You did. So I, for me, was on time. Yes. Yeah. So that means we've had half an hour <laughs> to yes. catch up. Quality time with Sue. Quality time with Sue. And in that half an hour... I have to be fairly evasive because your mum. Oh my God, that's right. I'm not saying she's psychic, but your mum has sussed some vibes and she's, she's not pressing, but she's trying to lure some information out of me. She doesn't know what, but she's doing some luring. She knows her secrets. <laughs> so your mum is saying to me, oh, I think Tom's avoiding me. I haven't seen him for ages. And I'm going, oh, he's just been very busy, which you have been. I have been extremely busy. To try and reassure her how busy you've been, I've been like, I I have not seen heaps of him either. Like, we had to work really hard to schedule a friend catch-up in. You had to demand one, actually. I had to, Yeah, I had to be like, I'm using my friend catch-up card. 
basically. Yeah, and you used it and I couldn't get out of it. Not that I wanted to or was trying no, to. No, but you knew that it was like a prioritize yeah, this Yeah, absolutely. That comes first now. Yeah. So so I used that because I'm, I'm explaining to your mum, you know, I had to use the card. Mm. Um, and I guess the thing with mums is they don't get a card because they're just always there. Mm. You know, like, I don't know. Is there a equivalent card a mum can pull? Um, How would you know? What would be, what would indicate to you that you're like drop everything, got to go to Sue's? Oh, I don't know. I yeah, feel, see, I, I don't know that I there's don't know. a mm. like. I'm sure there is something, but I I don't know what it would be. No, not a seance. <sighs> anyway, we get to catch up. I'm being evasive because I know part of the reason why you've been extra busy, <laughs> and yes. I know your mum doesn't know yet. Well, because I haven't seen her. Yeah, I know, and it, <laughs> like. But it's not my news to tell. Mm. <laughs> we go into the market. You arrive. We go into the market. I'm going to say disappointing. It wasn't totally what I expected. It wasn't a market. It, yeah, it wasn't really. It was, um, I don't know. I kind of expected <laughs> ear flap for effect. I expected <laughs> it to be more a bit like a bazaar. Yeah, me too. I thought it, it, it didn't have many actual... It didn't have much market energy. No, it didn't. And initially I was taken by, like, I was taken back, aback, I should say, by the humongous spacing between everything. It was very open, which was kind of nice. It was kind of nice, but it wasn't until later when it started to really fill up that I was like, oh, I see. Yeah. So, because I reckon by the time we'd been there for about an hour, hour and a half, it was really, it was like chock-a-block in there. Yeah, it was chock-a-block. What it was more like, I had a friend also go and he, because he went, this is the thing about it having three different names, the Boho Lux Market, the Mm -hmm. Vegan Market, and the Psychic Fair. Is that everyone went with different expectations. Yes. So, because I think we'd initially expected a psychic fair, turning up and just sort of seeing lots of different stalls of various psychics and energy healers and stuff made sense to us. Yes, which I'm going to say was not exactly what I saw when I got there. He'd gone having bought tickets to a vegan market. Oh, okay, yeah. As an actual vegan. Yes. Uh, Minimal vegan snacks. Minimal. Minimal snackage, few vans outside. I think there was like a couple of you know vegan bliss ball places, things like that. Yep. That was about it. Lots of gin stalls. I know there was a quite a disproportionate amount of gin. <laughs> like one quarter of the stalls were gin, <laughs> and one quarter of them were energy healing. Mm. Um. Anyway, so I'm like a little bit disappointing, but he said it doesn't feel like a market. It feels like a kind of hippie car show. Ah, uh, yeah, it could be on. Which is sort of there. what it was. It was like a yeah. demo of all these different businesses that clearly wanted repeat business. Do you need a wee? No. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's possible he's seen a bird. Okay. <laughs> I do have lots of birds outside. Yeah, he really likes to chase them around. He only ever caught one magpie once. Oh, God. But largely he just likes to chase them. Fair, 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 fair. Anyway, so your mum mm. immediately notifies me. She's got to have the defenses up. Oh, yeah. She's got to have the energy defenses up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did she, it, oh, did she advise you how to do it? No. Oh, she didn't share any secrets with you. I think she knows I'm good at having my defenses up. you walk around with this like aura shield (laughs) absolutely like 
<laughs> Deflecting everyone's BS at all, all times. The, all the time. Like, <laughs> Sue's not worried. I'm good at that. <coughs> um, as we walk around, your mum is like sussing. She's just vibe checking every stall. Mm. The original vibe checker. Is this something you've grown up with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so foreign to me. Anyway. I I was very curious about your um, thoughts on this because I didn't initially realize that she was doing it because it, uh, I'm very used to it. Yes. And then I became sort of cognizant of it. And I because went, you were seeing it through my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. This is tricky because I don't want to give the impression that I like walked around this market disbelieving your mom and like her experience or what she's doing or that I was walking around just as a piss take. Mm. Some of the stalls were easy to piss take. Like some of them were very clearly a piss take. Oh yeah. Some of them didn't even like, they had no idea what they were doing there. Um, do I tend toward believing in any of this stuff? Nay. Nay. I guess what I, I guess like a part of my kind of agnosticism is a belief that I can't know or judge. Mm -hmm. So I'm not in a position to say whether someone's experience is like real or of this world or of another world or whatever. I just think it's all experience that exists. Yeah, sure. Um, But we did arrange to have a reading. We did. We did. (laughs) You and I had a reading with the same reader. Carol. So we do a circuit of this market. We do. Very importantly, with your mum's help, choosing the right person to do our psychic reading. Did you, I don't know, you might think this is BS too, but I don't know if you noticed us vibing or not vibing the same people though. Yeah, I think we were vibing or not vibing the same people. and Not you and I, me and my mum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was not vibing some of the, like the mm. pink woman. Ugh. Too much. Yuck. Anyway, <clears throat> you were you were vibing and not vibing the same people. So, I don't know. There's probably some kind of like. There's in, something that you were like in tune with for sure. There's some kind of, I don't know, possible. It could just be, um, I don't know, some kind of inbuilt. Um, I don't know what the word is. BS detecting. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. For lack of a better term. So we had to choose the right psychic. And there are a lot to choose from. I'm actually going to use the um, air quotes, quote, unquote, psychic. Um, that's really bloody annoying, mate. There's no birds. Out. Okay. There's probably birds out there, but they're not for you. They're not your birds. We've got our own birds. Look at mine. Yours is just dead. <laughs> Is it breathing? She looks dead a lot. (laughs) Once a little boy in a cafe got upset because he thought she'd died. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So I'm just going to booty scritch your dog the whole rest of this podcast. Yeah, he might need that. I can put him on my lap. (laughs) No. Surely. Oh, he's leaning in. He likes it. Okay, good. Okay, so we chose the right psychic. Quote, unquote, psychic. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, because I think this is a bit of a, um, a point of... Uh, something that I think I should clarify because I think I'm way more skeptical than you think I am. So how much, okay. This is my, I'd never had a reading before. Yeah. I assume you have, I don't know. 
Yes. I mean, I had your mum do a reading. She did me a really doomsday reading at her birthday. She had no business doing that. She was absolutely smashed drunk. So every card I pulled was like death. (laughs) She was just like, you're going to have a terrible 12 months. (laughs) Sorry, kid. Was she wrong? I don't know. Um, I can't remember, but... I think maybe, maybe, anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, so I go first with Carol. You d- Yes. Now. Because she's telling us to make a booking and it's not until after you signed up that she's realized it's you who's having the reading and not me. Because <laughs> she's looking at me going, yeah. There's Got a sucker him. born every minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he wants, we're, we're going to vibe. And, and then you go, Zoe will be having an 11, 15, 15 minute reading with Carol, please. You do the booking for me because there's no, I don't know how to do it. I don't know what words to say. It's like when I had to order it, I had, I was maybe going to have to get a cooked chook from Woolworths. Like, I don't know how to do that. I did some tarot cards before I went that told me how to do it. What's the script? (laughs) (laughs) Now what I've done, because we've, we've not debriefed too much about this reading. We actually didn't talk about it at all. Really. We talked about mine a little bit. What I've done I already can tell, and you're insane. They're actually in the wrong order. I need to reverse them. Do you want me to close my eyes? I'll close my eyes. It's okay. I'll just give them to you in the right order. For the listeners, my eyes are shut. So what I've done is I've printed off um, the first three cards that she pulled for me. Before we continue, I'm going to tell the listeners exactly what you've done. (laughs) um, This is a bit of a guess. Correct me if I'm wrong. You have memorized your entire reading, correct? Yes. And and found the cards to show me. Yes. Okay. But I've not purchased them because I couldn't buy the right deck. Okay. I just want the listeners to know how unhinged this is <laughs> so and what, that I immediately knew what was going on. So what I've done is found the guidebook online, printed off and cut <laughs> off the oracle cards and arranged them in the order that she pulled them. All right. I'm listening. So I'll, I'll give you... So the first thing she does is I sit down and she goes... She goes like this to me. I can't, how do I, she goes, she kind of gestures like a washing machine stomach and she goes, it's not that bad. What? She goes, it's not that bad, whatever it is. It's not that bad. I can just feel your stomach. I can feel the knots. I can feel the tension. I can just feel, just breathe. She goes like that to me. Mm -hmm. Now, the first thing I'm going to say is, does it take a genius to kind of look at my physical occupation in the world, like the way that I physically move around a busy space like a market and think, oh, there's an anxious person. I'm not the right person to ask because I know you really well. <laughs> like, I don't think that takes a genius. I don't think so either. I think that you can often deduce that, yeah. So is that being psychic? Is that just being a good read of body language? Possibly okay. both. Possibly just one of those things. Okay. So then she starts the reading. She goes, just breathe. It's not that bad. Whatever it is, it's not that bad. She goes, what is so wrong in your life? And I'm like, in my head, I'm not giving you any information. You're a psychic. (laughs) Challenge. (laughs) I'm saying nothing this entire reading and seeing what you make of it. That's my immediate like reaction. I love how combative you are with this woman you've not met. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You've paid her 60 bucks. Uh, You deserve to set the rules. Go for it. So then she goes, this is a bold claim. She goes, whatever it is. We can solve it. And I say, some things can't be solved. Oh, cryptic. I like it. And she just comes straight back in with, yes, they can. Oh. Everything has a solution. Fix climate change for us, bitch. Ukraine, get Carol over there. 
Mm, okay. Come on, world poverty. Like there's a lot to worry about that can't be solved in this 60-minute reading. 60-minute, 60 $60 reading. But. Okay. So that's the foot we're off on. Was that her claim that it could be solved in the reading? She was like, whatever it is, we can solve it. Okay. There's right. a solution. We'll find it. Okay. All right. And I'm like immediately trying to think what is so wrong. And I'm like, nothing is that wrong. There are things that I worry about, but I think they're just human things. Honestly, nothing is that wrong. Okay. These are the first. Let me just check. These are the, these are the first three. No, they're not. One second. I'm going to give you the first three because my understanding is you pull them in threes initially. Uh, is what I, she does. Okay, yeah. So she pulls three cards off the deck, does like the first bit, then kind of elaborates by pulling extra cards. Yeah, she did so many for me. She pulled out of two different decks for me. Okay. No, these are the first three. So she pulls... This is the very first one that she pulls. Okay. Okay. And she goes... So she's pulled a card that says patience on it. Patience. Patience. And she says, okay... And I feel like you got a similar read. She goes to me, you've got a lot of big dreams. You've got a lot of big things, a lot of ambition, a lot of stuff. Why aren't you going for them? Mm. And I was like, I don't think you've got me at all. Oh, okay. Because I think you are. Largely. I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, sometimes you can only go for one of them at a time. Yeah. I mean, like. You can't do everything at once. You're one human. No. Like, I'm not going to quit my job to pursue them yet. But, like, that's not off the cards. All in good time. All in good time. <laughs> and she's like, okay, step back from them. All these big things. Step back from the nitty gritty of the daily life that is holding you. And just, like, stop worrying about these things, these small things. Get some perspective. Have some patience. Okay, generally, generally just good life advice. Okay. Then she says, are you a journaler? Which I know you are. Yeah. She goes, are you ready for this advice? Okay. She goes, burn them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't tell you how much that is never going to happen. <laughs> I would do it just on her word. This is a... <laughs> This is a big challenge for me. She goes, <coughs> journaling is good. Write it down and, and burn them. Never look at them again. Oh. Can't do that. Can you say more about why? Because, uh, so my journaling doesn't really take one form. Okay. Right. So in it, I have like such disparate things but some of them are very important mm. or i think they're important but some of them are literal creative ideas yep i'm yep. like here's one scene of a story that maybe i'll write i'm not burning that or here's i do a lot of people watching okay. i'll write down an exchange of dialogue i was explaining this to someone last night um yeah like i overheard some women the other day planning an intervention for one of their daughters mm-hmm. because i am a creep and i listen to people a lot I can't help but do it. I'm always listening to everyone's conversations. So I'm listening to these women and they're planning an intervention because one of them has a daughter who is going to quit university with only six months to go because she's making so much money on OnlyFans. And they are together workshopping and role-playing the intervention Mm -hmm. and the language to use around it. And so I just write down basically verbatim what they are saying in case 
I ever want to use that particular notion or scene in some kind of creative pursuit, then I've got some like believable dialogue. Yep. Yep. To kind of go with. Happened in real life. To work from. Right. It's an interesting thing. You don't hear that every day. Okay. It was also a really good example of subtext because at no point did they say what she was actually doing. Yeah. Right. Mm. But it was clear. Yeah, okay. From the way they talked around it. So I thought that was also a really good example of subtext for teaching my students. I like that. So I write these sorts of things down. Then also I find sometimes, and I don't look back at them often, like there's usually a long window of time before I look back at them. But when I do look back at them, you can be like, oh my God, that thing was so big at the time. And now it's so small. And now it's so small that the thing that is big now will one day be small. Yeah. And like, that's comforting. So she says, burn them. I have one that I've been writing in since I was 15. One book. One. Oh my God. How big is it? It's not very big. I don't write in it. I reckon I write in it maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When there's really something. Yeah. Or sometimes I just, I find that I have space to do it and go, hmm. I've got good space. I want to. Mm. I want to remember this. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I've got one. Our friend Lyrida. I don't know if she still does it, but she used to write every day. Wow. Every single. She needed a three sixty five day diary because she wrote every day. Wow. I wrote. I write a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she pulls the. She goes big dreams, patience, back off on obsessing about the nitty gritty. Burn your journals. Already, you're incensed. I can tell. Okay, then she pulls these two as follow-ups. Okay. Uh, what I'm looking at is the goddess card and the release card. Yes. I don't know if you want to make any sense of those. Um, well, the goddess card, it just says it's about like, you know, sacred sort of divine female energy. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps you've been spending too much time thinking or engaging in creativity Oh, in a creatively void work. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know if that's strictly true for you. Okay. Um, and release says, Archangel Michael sends you this card <laughs> in response to your questions about your divine life purpose. Maybe you feel blocked with respect to understanding your life mission. Okay. So she pulls these two and she says two things to me. She says, tell me about work. What's mm-hmm. wrong with it? And what's wrong with your boyfriend? They're all gay. (laughs) Stop! (laughs) And, okay, the thing about the work, though, is that I've heard her just have this exact same conversation with the woman before me, like the reading before me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, again, not to be a raging skeptic, so far we've got you're a human being with dreams, And the everyday gets in the way of them. Hmm. The human condition. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You seem anxious, but I can solve all your problems. What's wrong at work? And I was like, look, literally nothing. I'm just... And then I said, I'm just... And she went bored. And I was like, yeah, actually. Mm. Like, I'm just bored. Because she's clocked you're really smart. And smart people get bored at work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, what's wrong with your boyfriend? Once again, they're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a defect. It's a bonus. Actually, no, not strictly true, but largely true. Yes. 
And I was like, I don't have one. Hmm. And she goes, why? That is, that's a million dollar question, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think I don't have a boyfriend? Carol or me? You. Um, I think that largely your very high expectations are definitely founded, but it minimizes the um, population you have to choose from. <laughs> which makes it statistically more difficult to find someone compatible. Because I'm not settling. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. You're not settling for some bullshit. No. Jordan Peterson would have things to say about that. Oh, but anyway. Yuck. No, we're not. No, we're not talking about him right now. So I'm like, oh, Carol, I don't have one. She goes, why? And I'm like, look, I don't really know. I'm not actively looking, I suppose. She tells me to go out. And I was like, I do go out. Like I do do stuff. I don't know that that's how people meet that often anymore. No. She says, go out, but go out open to it. Like, take the cardigan off is literally what she said. That's so funny you mentioned that. <laughs> Why? Oh, just because when you were talking about she's clocked that I'm anxious. And I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, because you're a 20-something-year-old woman uh, with, like, a basket and a cardigan. <laughs> Anxiety. I'm, I'm just comfortable. <laughs> it screams Zoloft. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I'm wearing a blanket and I've got a basket for all my pills. <laughs> Someone passed the rescue remedy. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, so basically she's like, okay, let it go. Mm-hmm. Whoever he was, who was a bit shit, release, let him go. Lean in, lean into your strength, like lean into your energy, like you're amazing. She goes, the next one is going to be the right one. He's going to look like a previous boyfriend, but he's not going to act like him at all. What? Interesting. (laughs) Why are you pulling that face? Uh, You keep going and I'll... Okay. Just because I... Something similar happened in mine. Okay. Okay. All right. So she goes, he's not going to act like the last one. He's going to look like a previous one. For me, that means he's going to have a ginger beard, I think. Spooky. Spooky. Okay. So that's how far we get with that. Hate next, this for us. <laughs> the, the next one is going to be the right one. <clears throat> then she pulls a dumb card that I didn't even print off because it's a picture of a cherub blowing a trumpet. And she literally just goes like this. Be more playful. She's like, okay, the next six months, the next year, you're really going to come into yourself. It's all about you. Pers- like pursuing those things. It's going to be hard, but you're going to like it. Something big is going to happen around May next year. She didn't elaborate. Something big, some big shift, um, but it's going to be the right thing and it's going to be great, but really, really hard. Um, And then she pulls this card of a baby playing a trumpet and she goes, and what's that? And I was like, you're the psychic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not telling you. It's a baby playing a trumpet. It's a baby. And she's like, what's it got? And I'm like, a trumpet. And she's like, and what does a trumpet do? And I'm like, I... Announces arrival. I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it goes, bah, bah, and that's all she does. Okay. <laughs> okay. These are the ne- these are the ones we end on for the reading. <clears throat> you didn't get very many. She pulled a whole deck. Okay. I was probably being too hard to read. <laughs> My defense shield was up. She pulls this one. Okay. And she goes like this. So it says nurture on it. 
she goes to me, have you been naughty? Mm. <laughs> Not yet. And I was like, elaborate. <laughs> and then she goes, you're not feeding yourself right. And I was like, no. In a manner of speaking. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I like, I meal prep. I eat well. Like I am fed. And she was like, are you not drinking enough water? And I was vague, like, all right. at this point I was like, nah, this is BS vague. Just trying to guess that a 20 something woman isn't eating or drinking enough water. At this point, she's trying to get up me about eating or drinking or looking after my body. Mm-hmm. At this point, she like goes hands on table. She kind of moves to the side. She's not looking at me anymore. She's looking behind me. And she's like, she goes full medium. And she's like, I'm getting, there's someone standing behind you. Someone with your eyes, your face from the eyes up. Which I often describe someone in your life who's past now as looking like that. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people say I have my dad's face from the eyes up. Yeah. And my like mum's side from the nose down. Yeah. So a lot of people say I'm all I'm all Ian Price. Yes. Oh. I would agree with that. Eyes assessment. up. Yes. So I'm like, fuck, maybe she's onto something. Maybe we're finally so there's someone standing behind you. She's broken down your defenses. Your mannerisms, your eyes, your face from the eyes up. And they're saying they've taught you lots and they're really proud. But use it. Use what they've taught you so they can go. And I'm like, oh, my God. Spooky, spooky. 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 Then, because I'm thinking about my dad. Yeah. And then she goes... Yep. No, they've got a big smile on. Is that mum's mum? And I'm like, nah, she's alive. Gotcha. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect that. Did you, Carol? (laughs) (laughs) The joy you're taking in this is too good. She goes, dad's mum. And I'm like, she's dead, but she had blue eyes. Mm. Did not have my face at all. No. Um, And then she's like, okay, she's she's pivoted now. She goes, okay, so mum's mum, she's alive in Melbourne. And I'm like, yep, alive in Melbourne. She goes, I think you better visit. She's going to go downhill. And I'm like, no. Val, no, she won't. No, well, she's 93, no shit. <laughs> like at some point she's going to go downhill. I don't know. I reckon she's got, we're not she's going, got a while. We're not going uphill from here. I don't know. She's pretty like... She's like, you better visit. She's pretty tough. (laughs) Visit soon. So I'm like, cool. Grandma's dying. Love that. Grandma's dying. Can't get a boyfriend. Burn your journals. So far. Every time you get a reading, no wonder you don't go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Grim. Uh, Then she pulls this one, which I thought was funny. I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to actually say what that is. Okay. So it's the children card and she goes like this. Don't freak out. That's not happening for a long time. Okay. You've got time. That's, hap- that's happening one day. Not for a long time. Don't freak out. Like she's worried I'm going to panic that just by virtue of sitting here, I've been inseminated. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Especially with the lack of boyfriends. That is but, concerning. And if my defenses are down, the ghost sperm could be in there. Who knows? Holy smokes. <laughs> Look out. Good thing I'm PMSing. We know that's not true. 
had us worried, Carol. <coughs> Very infertile right now. Im- immaculate conception at the psychic fair. What a way to get impregnated. <laughs> <laughs> no one would believe. She pulls the children around. She tells me, look, that'll happen, but not for a long while. Don't, st- don't freak out. Don't stress out. She's like really panicked on my behalf, to be oh. honest, about the children. <clears throat> and then she ends with this, this one. Oh, the temple path. Okay. So you're on the path to your own temple. Yeah. She goes, all she goes is, <gasps> she goes, <gasps> she gestures. She goes, what is it? And I was like, a temple path. <laughs> Which is what it says on the card. And she goes, and what's on the path? A, a temple. And I was like, nothing. And she goes, Exactly. Oh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> There's nothing in your way. There's nothing in your way. Okay. <laughs> she goes, exactly. There's nothing in your way. And that was the end of the reading. Done. Done. Ta-da! Absolutely crazy. Crazy. So, I don't know. How do you think she did? Rate Carol's reading of me. I don't want to bash Carol. I thought she did a nice job. I was comfortable with her, as I can be. Um, Initially, I was very much like... You're just reading my body language and making some good guesses about someone at this life stage. Um, can I offer an alternative perspective? Yeah, please do. I don't think you need to be a psychic to play with the cards. <laughs> I don't. No. Right. So I think, um, I don't know, lots of people access them or use them or whatever without any kind of divine guidance or whatever it might be. Yeah, they right? come with an instruction manual. They come with instructions. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm really not saying that... We're not saying Carol's not. I'm not saying Carol's a fake, fakey... No, I'm not saying she's fake either. <clears throat> I'm saying my experience of this was a lot like going to therapy, which is where you sit down, they try and read you, prompt you to give them information, and then they give you a perspective on that information. I, I actually agree that most readings are like that. Like, if I get them out, I guess that's how I do it too. Yeah, it's it's just, it's a different form of therapy. Yeah. It's a little bit more expensive, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I can do it with you for free, honestly. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> to be totally honest, though, because um, the cards are more about you than they are about Carol, right? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If you're subscribing to, like, what they're for, they're not about her. So, about I've you. done the shuffle. So, you've done the shuffle. I've, I've given them my energy. I think... Uh, look, and I think that there's so many ways to make connections to like what they sort of deal out for you. But largely, I think in this order for what they are, I think it's actually pretty spot on. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. I think... But I think that has nothing to do with her necessarily. No. I think she was a good read of character. Yeah. I think... I don't think she was very good at getting my defenses down. Like, I think someone who was a better read of character would actually know to interact with me a little bit differently. Okay. Like, I feel like she rolled out her baseline 20-something woman manner. Yeah, she just started shotgunning. And I'm not your baseline 20-something woman. No, you're definitely not baseline. Anything but baseline. The pivot to the medium business seemed to me a grasp at straws. I think perhaps it was. Yeah. Um, which I think is quite interesting because I had a really silly pocket. I had quite a productive reading with her. Like she actually, she drew nearly a whole deck, 
with me, mm. right? But I think that I went in very, like, quite visibly a lot more open. Yeah. And I gave her a lot of information. Because I, I think I said before I even started, she doesn't know anything I don't know. Um, about us? About me. Oh, oh, she did say a few things to me about us. She talked to me about you. Okay. Yeah. Because when she was doing the boyfriend stuff, yeah. this I thought was quite funny. And this also had me, like... Like, are you that good to read of people? Um, she said to me... To be fair, she hadn't interacted with me very much at all. No, but she was watching you walk around with your mum behind me. Yeah. Which was interesting. And she said to me, because she was asking about boyfriends, and she was like, mm, the man you're with, no, nothing's going to happen there. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Carol. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? And she was like, nothing romantic. It's a good thing. I have lots of man friends that are not my husband. And it's a good thing. I can talk to them about things that I can't. And she started telling me about her man friends, her many man friends. And like mm-hmm. that she meets them semi-regularly to talk about things that she doesn't want to tell her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, mm, you just, mm, okay. I mean, she's not wrong, but also. And then she told me that you don't need to know everything. Ooh. That's true. Mm. She was like suggesting I nothing in particular, mm. but she was like withhold some things. That's very interesting. Okay, because of what she said to me about you. Okay, go on. Um, I'm actually not going to reveal my entire reading. No, no, no. Sorry, that was fun for me. That I enjoyed it. Thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed. It. Also, I I think I've debriefed most of it with you anyway. Yes, yes, but yes. Not on the podcast. I'm not going to share all of it. Um, just for, um, some privacy reasons. (laughs) Withhold. What else would it be? (laughs) Um, (coughs) You have to edit out my coughs. Yeah, I will. Don't you worry. Relief. Um, yeah. So she told me a few things about you. Um, thing number one, she told me, um, that I needed to watch out for you. Because you are, oh, she said, she said, she's way too serious. <laughs> you need to help her unwind. I said, I do. Um, I yeah. get accused of that a lot. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I can be really fun. I also just have known you like my entire yeah. life. So I don't. I also I, think I'm like justifiably serious for, you know, some of the things I've dealt with. Absolutely. That are serious. Totally. Totally agree. I also think that I'm much more serious than people give me credit for. Absolutely. When necessary. Yeah. I can be the most serious. You can be so serious. Oh boy. Watch out. <laughs> it, like it's a bit grim and I have to recover from it for a few days, but. <laughs> it takes you by surprise. It oh, really upsets I me. I microdose my serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but another thing she told me about you, which we both found quite interesting, was that she suggested that I um, don't introduce you to a new person in my life too rapidly yeah um which i thought i i found a bit strange um did she expand on that she did not she just was like take it slow yeah yeah she's just like yeah they are she said that you would get along Mm. um which i was like yes i've already made that assessment myself thank you yeah um but also that we I get along with all your people, yeah. though. Okay. I get along with some people that you were like, think perhaps maybe I wouldn't. Mm. Or are less easy to get along with. True. 
or other people find less easy to get along with. Oh, I get along with yeah. famously. Um, I know that this new person in my life, you've actually since had a meeting with in a group yeah. event. It was a bit of a surprise for everybody. <laughs> um, that I demanded to be invited to because honestly. I'm actually, I'm very relieved you came. I was, I was throwing my temper tantrum and I was not having him meet your other people first. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Oh, I just thought you wanted something to do on the last day of school. I also thought it was really rude that they were like, you must bring this special person, but Zoe hadn't been invited by name. And I've since realized, I think that's because Bron assumes I always know I'm invited. Oh. And she doesn't realize I'm never going to invite myself. Hmm. I then did ask for you. I yes. said, is Zoe invited? She said, yeah, obviously. Well, you said, you actually said straight away, obviously you're invited. And I was like, I need Bron to say it. <laughs> yeah. And so then I confirmed with Bron and Bron was like, yeah, duh. Yes. So um, I think they assume there's a standing invite, but I'm never going to invite myself. Okay. I understand that. Anyway. Yeah. We met. We met and, and you've met and. It was not slow. It was not slow and steady. It was. It was last night of semester. Yes. For us. And it was a bit of a baptism of fire for this person. Um, I thought he did so well. He did really well. And I thought as exactly you and I expected in that particular environment, I'm one of the least loud. I, I Do you know what? You did some real like corralling of the vibes there, mm-hmm. which I was really thankful for. You got up and switched spots so that you were opposite him and we could all like balance the table, which I was like, thank God someone is taking... Like charge. charge of this, giving this floundering ship a rudder. Thank mm. goodness for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I predicted, um, because of like what your kind of temperament is like, um, you were his number one favorite person there. I really liked him. I thought it went so well. Thank you so much. Um, I'm thrilled about that and flattered. I knew that you would be. Um, I knew that like he'll, he'll warm up to Bron and Patrice. He really oh, liked yeah, them yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like... Oh, yeah, they're really fun. They are. um, It's a a lot of fun. It's like, oh, that's a lot of fun. And I was like, oh, they weren't even in fine form, which is why it was a good thing you met them like this. And I think what you have to realize with them, which maybe like he is an introvert, as you mentioned previously, maybe it takes a little while to realize that you don't have to energy match them. Yes. You are welcome to just enjoy the ride. Oh, I think he really understands that. Okay, good. Because I, I kept saying to him, they're going to do all the work. And he's like, yeah, thank God. Exactly. Like, it's so gonna, good. They're just going to talk. All it's you have to so do is sit there. Good. You don't even have to listen. No. Like if you're on the end of the table, which he was, I said, you can like go mm. on your phone. Mm. And he goes, that's rude. I said, no one is going to be upset. Mm. In fact, everybody will understand. No, no one cares. No one minds. No it's, one's worried. It's, it's so fine. Circling, sorry, circling very briefly back to the psychic. While you were having your reading, yeah. me and your mom got to have some more quality time. Yeah. And she was asking me about it. And I said, oh, well, she confirmed Tom and I are never going to uh, be romantically involved or intimate. And she laughed at that, obviously, because that's funny. It is funny. And then she said that I was like, oh, and she said that I need to like lower my defenses and open myself to love because the next man is the right man. And your mum just went, Psht. Yeah, good. Obviously, you won't be doing that. You walk around with your defenses up. Yeah. You'll be trying to push him away. He just won't let you. So I've had two readings. I think listen to my mum's advice. I think, and I shared this with someone else and I was like, I think I'm going to listen to the person who's known me since I was three. Yeah. Listen to my my (laughs) mum. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm going to listen to Sue. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then in my brain immediately, I was like, I'm also not burning my journals. (laughs) (laughs) No need. No need. Um, That was our, anyway, that was our psychic fair. Psychic fair experience. We fared fairly at the psychic fair. I think for $5, look, I got it. I I got exactly what I wanted. I wanted some crystal earrings. Yep. A psychic reading and a nice candle. Oh, can I report on the candle? Yes. Okay. This is, I promise listeners, this is the last thing we'll report on for the psychic fair. Yeah. Um, okay. So we actually circled back to this particular candle vendor because they were really nice. They were really nice. Really we nice. checked out every stall before we went back. We checked all of them. I had a thundering headache from all the candles I sniffed and yeah. I liked those the most. Yeah. Um, they were $36, which is quite reasonable for the size candle I got. Yeah. They are a big candle. It alleges a 70-hour burn. Okay. Have you started yours? Yes. And I think I know what happened with mine. Okay. But I want to check with you. Okay. So, I started burning mine and it was... wasn't as fragrant as I thought it would be. Which, yeah. And now I picked one that was quite subtle, I think. Yeah, Because yeah. that's kind of what I go for. So, when it was ultra subtle, it wasn't quite what I expected. But that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Um... I swear to God, mine is like burning right down the middle. Like it's not, it's not burning evenly. It's not quite right, which I've not really ever had with a soy candle or a beeswax candle, whatever they are. Mm. And I think maybe I didn't trim the wick enough. I've been wick trimming. Okay. Mine did start to do that, but I reckon I've done a good 14 hours of mine and it's not doing anything unusual. Ugh, mine's going weird. I reckon I'm going to have to, I don't know if, I'll, I'll I'll trim it and see how it goes. Have you seen people try and rig up the like tin foil around the outside to melt the external wax back into the middle? I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't send you the TikTok. <laughs> that's not something I'm going to do. Okay, that's a no. If I ever really was too upset about it, I would look for any kind of aluminium and then microwave it. Like I would look yeah. for any kind of metal inside In the, it. And, yeah, no. and then just microwave it. Okay, well. Or stove it. Yeah, That's tough titties for you then. <laughs> You just have to live with your candle. That was me crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so Psychic Fair, I'm giving it. I really enjoyed going because of the company. Okay. So are we? what are we rating out of? Like six or 10 or like a weird number? It feels like we should rate it out of seven because that's a magic number. Okay. We're rating it out of seven. Yep. Um, discounting the company. So... Oh, so we're giving raw scores? So just looking objectively at how it was advertised, what I expected and what it was. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got everything I wanted. Vibes were weird. It was a bit strange. Out of seven, I'm actually going a three. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. I won't be back. Can I ask, this is purely for my own data collection. Mm. Um do you think that some of the vibe was too commercial yep. to be congruent with psychic fair energy? Yeah, I think there was so much like Insta granola mum hippie. Ugh. Like it was, there was like Lorna Jane energy. Yeah, but, but like, pretending it wasn't. Mm. Which is the thing. I think there was a lot of farce and BS and like, it was yeah. just. Mm. Actually, what I will say, oh my gosh, me lying about reporting on one more thing. Um, you were drawn to a particular experience of, wasn't quite sound healing, was it? What was no, that? No, it was the um, tuning, energy the tuning energy with a literal tuning. tuning fork. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was wild. I wanted to do that. I wanted to go of that too, but the line was real long. Yeah, they were booked up way ahead. Yeah, yeah. there was a little booking sheet. And I was like, I'm not putting my name on that. No. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be at no. Gang Gang with a coffee in me. Exactly. At a burger, <laughs> as yeah. we did. As we did. Debriefing about our psychic. <laughs> and me revealing the news to my mom about me not actually avoiding her, just that I'm like... Seeing new, someone. I just have a new boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> and her saying, congratulations. God, that was funny. <laughs> like you'd want a promotion. <laughs> but she said it more than once. Yeah. She was so no, happy though. No, she really didn't cute. say congratulations. She said, well done. Well done. Well done. Well done, well done I, Tom. God, I thought it was so funny. Well done you. And I wanted to talk to you about it then and there, but I but couldn't, we couldn't mention it in front of her. No. <laughs> it was good. It was so funny. She was so happy for you though. Yeah. Cause she said, what's he like? And I said, oh, he's the opposite of me. And she goes, is he a traitor? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely. Oop. You're absolutely the handy one out of the two of you. I'm the handy one. You're the handy one. You're uh, on the tools. Yeah. If you have to be. If necessary. All right. All right. Thanks for listening po- to us. Yeah. Pocket's probably sung us out. He, uh, he has. He's done with us now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ta-da. Bye.